We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everyone. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you're going to receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks on top of that we'll help you get your show pushed out to apple spotify google stitcher and all other listening platforms the best part is you can get all of this for only 15 bucks a month the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup so whether you're starting from scratch or maybe you have an existing show you want to grow hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience accepted into this program is limited so get your application in today to apply go to bwhustle.com slash join you can check out the description box for this episode to find out more but once again that's bwhustle.com slash join Quick public service announcement. This podcast was recorded under the influence of a severe head cold, but there is no such thing as an injured reserve for the dynasty commander. So here goes nothing. Don't you love the the royalty-free, copyright-free music drops at the, the top of of podcasts if you ever want to have some fun uh, on a long drive just just search through that jungle i mean there there's some people out there doing some serious work uh trying to get recognized and there's some great stuff and then there's some stuff that's just totally laughable uh but i think we've got some pretty dope tracks on the dynasty command center podcast i'm liking what we're what we're working with right now and I've got a library about a hundred deep now. These are the things that I do in between writing, in between podcasting, in between my daily life and taking care of three kids and keeping my honey-do list uh, up to date around the Dynasty Commander Fortress here. But if I had the money to shell out for a track today, it would have been some changes. Some changes. 
because we now have Dynasty Superflex tight end premium rankings on rotaviz.com. This has been a long time coming. You know, frequent listeners of any of our shows know, you know, we've got a, a tight par- partnership with the FFPC, the premier high stakes fantasy football gaming host in the industry. We've got some big, speaking of changes, big announcements coming just a few weeks away. But it made a lot of sense. You know, Dynasty Superflex tight end premium is the prevailing setup of any new Dynasty startup you're going to see. I joined a handful of leagues last year. believe all of them were in this format. This is typically what I see. You know, when I get invites on Twitter or from, from other friends to start up a new league. Everyone wants Superflex. Everyone wants tight end premium. So to have all these extra sets of rankings doesn't make any sense. And just to have standalone Superflex without tight end premium, man, if you're playing in a league like that, get with your commissioner. That makes no sense. The distribution of positional value makes no sense. Superflex tight end premium with a handful of flexes and three wide receiver requirement to start. That is my favorite format. And you're going to see that format. You're going to see that format on a very popular site with the Rotoviz name on it very soon. But anyway, that is, that's, that's how our Dynasty Superflex rankings are, are labeled right now. And so I thought, you know, all the rookie talk in the last couple of weeks on this podcast and, and others on our channel, why don't we take a little stroll down through these top 50 and see where the rookies are landing in startups? Because it's startup season, it's rookie craze season. This will help us discover what the relative value of draft picks, those high-end top half of the first-round draft picks are in the format, and which in which players uh, we've got there. So uh, for subscribers of the site or purchasers of the Rotoviz Fantasy Football Rookie Guide, you can grab those documents right now and follow along. And if you don't have a Rotoviz subscription or a copy of our guide, I would recommend that you do that. This podcast would be much more interesting if you have a visual to follow along with. But I think you'll still find value even if you don't have access to either of those things. But by the way, if you buy the rookie guide for $19.99, you get 15% off a Rotoviz sub. So it's kind of a no brainer. Okay, I'm going to assume that you've got those things in front of you now. So if you turn to page 22 of your Rotoviz Fantasy Football Rookie Draft Guide, you will see our Superflex tight end premium rankings and tiers. They are the composite rankings and tiers for myself, Sean Siegel, Blair Andrews, and Dave Cabin, as well as Travis May. So they're, they're five-man composite. Very va- valuable set of rankings here. And six of the players... In these rankings, it's it's the five tier one players that we have at this point in the process, and the one uh, the very top tier two player. Uh, they all show up in the top fifty of our dynasty startup rankings. Those players are Trevor Lawrence, Jamar Chase, Justin Fields, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, and Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts is right on that borderline of tier one and tier two. You know, I think for, for for me personally, I can't speak for the other guys, but for me personally, why Kyle Pitts is in tier two versus tier one is just 
what I think his dynasty value is truly capable of doing as a rookie. We talked a little bit about this last week. Go back and listen to it if you missed it. Also talked about it on a recent guest appearance on actually that's where I that's where I mentioned this take. I mentioned it on a guest spot with Ryan McDowell on Locked On Dynasty last week. Uh, two, I was busy last week. Two uh, guest appearances over on on their show. Um, so talked a little bit about that. I don't think Kyle Pitts can have the type of rookie value spike that we will see from those other top five and potentially even some players that are ranked behind Kyle Pitts in our rankings. We just don't see tight end rookie breakouts too often. And so I think he's going to be available for around this price in early 2022. For that reason, you don't want to push him too far up the board, even in a tight end premium situation. Now, somebody drafts Kyle Pitts on NFL draft day in the first round, and they say wide receiver Kyle Pitts, University of Florida. Uh, Just the change in the positional designation probably gets him a tier one rank as a rookie. This may seem bass backwards to some of you because, well, Curtis, this is tight end premium rankings. Why would he be more valuable in year one as a wide receiver? Well, it bears out over time that rookie wide receivers not only hold their value, if they show us anything in year one, they typically accrue that value. And I also think that he is more capable, Pitts that is, more capable of being a target volume hog as a wide receiver in, in more offenses. Um, we've seen time and time again that teams that draft tight ends in the top 10, top 15, they, they may not intend on giving them elite target volume uh, early on in their careers at least. So I like the idea of wide receiver Kyle Pitts more than tight end Kyle Pitts, even though in the long run after a breakout and in the right system, his hypothetical value could be higher as a tight end. I think I think that's clear as day. Ho- hopefully I articulated that well enough for, for most of you. But those are the six players. Trevor Lawrence, Jamar Chase, Justin Fields, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, and Kyle Pitts. Those are the six you're going to find in the top 50 of our Dynasty Superflex tight end premium rankings. So we're going to hit up, you know, hey, what is Team Rotoviz? Uh, which rookies does Team Rotoviz have in the top 50? And which ones do I have in my top 50? And where exactly... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are they? The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. 
Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcast. So we're going to start with the team. The highest rated rookie in Dynasty Startups right now, of course, is our, our 101 in the format, Trevor Lawrence. He comes in at 21 on the top 50 big board for startups. Uh, in terms of relative value, that puts him at the quarterback position um, just behind Russell Wilson. And the next quarterback uh, is actually another rookie, uh, Justin Fields. But uh, there's, an, there's another non-quarterback rookie between them. So this puts Mr. Lawrence at QB 10. So he, he enters dynasty startup draft season at QB 10, even though we don't know, uh, we don't know officially where he's going to land. You know, there could be some sort of trade. Probably not. Crazier things have happened. It's happened before. The 101's moved before in big quarterback years. Urban Meyer could shock us. But, you know, I think most of us are ranking Lawrence under the assumption that he ends up in Jacksonville, ends up with Urban Meyer. And uh, that's a, a pretty good system fit for him. Uh, of course, we're not drafting Trevor Lawrence for a system fit or a specific situation. I'm a little lower on Lawrence overall. He is my 101. Uh, and, and super flex uh, rookie drafts. However, relative, uh, relative to the rest of the team, I'm lower on Lawrence in my overall rankings. So Sean, Blair, and Dave uh, all have him you know, ranked with a score over 90 out of 100. I've got him at an 85. So I've got Lawrence right there with, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm not so sure that he is an immediate fantasy star. I think he's going to be a long-term, obviously going to be a great quarterback. He's obviously going to accrue dynasty value if he does anything positive in year one. But if you believe Aaron Rodgers is going to play for three or four more years, you know, the 15 years or whatever that we might get out of Trevor Lawrence, you know, past the first couple years of that, you can't give too much weight to those years. Too many things can happen. Too many things can happen. He could get hurt. He could bust. Yes, it's possible. He could bust. But anyway, QB 10, 21 overall. Um, if we go just to my specific rankings, um, I've got, let's see here. We're just going through our handy tool here. Trevor Lawrence comes in uh, inside the top 36 for me. Um, so I've got him about a round lower around lower than the rest of the team. And and I'm okay with that because I've got him neck and neck with Jamar Chase. I've got Jamar Chase graded right on the same level as Trevor Lawrence and right between Justin Fields. So those those are the three guys uh, that show up in my top uh, 36 of Dynasty Startups. If we go back over to our, our team view, Jamar Chase comes in at 31 and Justin Fields at 33. So, you know, for, for all of us, all three of those guys show up in the top 36. It's just that I've got Lawrence down there a little bit closer to the other two rookies, whereas Sean and Dave and Blair have Lawrence, you know, a, a clear cut above um, the, re- the rest of those guys. If we get into the fourth round, early fourth round, that's where we see Travis Etienne, 38 overall, um, 
for from a team view, and he is running back eight. So running back one in our dynasty rookie rankings and running back eight overall in dynasty startup rankings. That places him just in front of Derrick Henry and just behind Cam Akers. So that's where he's sandwiched. That's interesting. That's interesting. Couldn't be two players uh, probably further apart in terms of where they're at in their careers than Cam Akers and Derrick Henry. Um, Cam Akers looks like he's shaping up to be a win now and win later player now. Um, after you know his his run of success with the Rams late in the year, gets a quarterback upgrade. Offense should start scoring more touchdowns. You know maybe he can be Todd Gurley light from from you know the glory days of yesteryear and Sean McVay, Derrick Henry, year to year player now. I think I think he's unique in NFL history. And if I were a betting man, um, I would say, you know, his twilight years have a chance to look a little bit more like Adrian Peterson's late 20s. You know, when you're just that much better athletic than everybody else uh, athletically, you tend to stay better athletically. And he doesn't have a, a horrible injury history. So I don't, I don't mind Derrick Henry there, but you know, he's clearly falling this time last year, you know, borderline first round startup pick. Uh, in many formats. So that shows you what happens with that age cliff uh, with the running backs. The rest of the top 50, we see two more players. We've got Najee Harris at 46 and Kyle Pitts right at 50, right at 50. So Najee Harris uh, running back 14, Kyle Pitts tight end five. Running back 14 for Harris. That places in between Nick Chubb at 13. And Aaron Jones at 15. So uh, I will take, I'll take Harris over both those guys at this point. Chubb is all of a sudden 25 already. It's crazy. Time time flies. And if we knew Aaron Jones was going to stay in Green Bay, I I think I I, I would almost rank Aaron Jones over over Nick Chubb. Um, But we don't know where he's going to be. And I, I think that noise, that free agency noise, uh, it's fair to have him a little bit lower uh, right now. Kyle Pitts already tight end five. Already tight end five. So he's going to the top. We've got him at the top of the fifth round. He's right behind Mark Andrews, but just two spots and just a spot in front of TJ Hawkinson. So, you know, that's a that's a three-man tier at tight end. Of course, with uh, Waller being number three. And, and Waller's only, only at 43. So you can really see how highly the team is rating Kyle Pitts versus these other tight ends. Now I started the show by talking about how, you know, we don't have them quite in tier one of our rookie rankings as a group, but it shows you um, how highly we do value him. I just, just think it's going to be difficult. Like, you know, like Hawkinson, you know, Hawkinson had the rough rookie season comes back and, and does some positive things in year two. And he's basically back where he started uh, two years later um, at 51 overall. So uh, it would not surprise me uh, to see something like that uh, for Kyle Pitts. Uh, Related to other young tight ends, we got Noah Fant at tight end seven, uh, about a half a dozen spots uh, lower. So that kind of gives you the, the, the broad picture there. So in, in, in dynasty startups, you know, last week we talked about drafting these rookies because 
you know, we think that they can get pushed up the board. So from where these guys are falling on our draft grid, and, and you can actually display our team's dynasty ranks in draft grid form. Uh, this is something that Mike Beers built for us a year or two ago. It's great. Uh, helps you translate our rankings to, you know, your startup draft. You can present 20 rounds deep in a, in a traditional draft board format. You know, as I look at the, the best values on the board out of those six players that we're talking about, and in terms of what they could probably do in year one, in terms of, you know, growing their value, you can make an argument for either quarterbacks. Uh, you can. You know, Joe Burrow finds himself at QB8 after, you know, an up-and-down rookie season that was kind of uh, riddled with injury. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence at QB10, we've, you know, as a team already got him going in the second round. I mean, how much higher can he really climb? We got seven quarterbacks scrunched into round one, another two in front of him in round two. It's not linear value. That's totally fair. You know, moving from, you know, player 21 overall in startup value to player six overall, you know, it's a difference of probably you know, potentially up to two first round picks or first and a second. Uh, that that would be the, the gap like between him and Lamar Jackson today. So, I mean, Lawrence could definitely rise if he comes in and, and scorches the earth right away. Justin Herbert's QB7, uh, 10 overall right now. So it's possible he could go to there. More room for Justin Fields to run uh, slotted in the late third for us. So in terms of value, and in terms of the other players available, you know, selecting Trevor Lawrence, you're passing on a great young wide receiver potentially. He's going in the same range uh, of our rankings as Tyree Kill, Calvin Ridley, CeeDee Lamb, George Kittle. I think from a team composition standpoint, I'd much rather have one of those players. And if you want the young quarterback, wait for Justin Fields, you know, around and a half later uh, if he's on the board there. But I think Najee Harris, amongst all these players, he's our fifth rookie overall at RB14. I think he's got the most room for upside in, in terms of targeting one of these six players uh, in this format based off of where we've got him ranked. And we know he's going to go later than this in, in the early startup drafts for all the reasons that I talked about last week. All right, so I hope you enjoyed hearing where the top six rookies fit into our top 50 of Dynasty Startups, this quick practical episode to prepare you for, you know, the, the approximate range where you should be targeting each of these players. And it also, you know, you can engineer a value of the rookie picks with which you might select one of those players uh, for purposes of trade conversation. So, you know, the team is essentially valuing the Dynasty Superflex Titan Premium Rookie 101 as the 21st overall most valuable asset in Dynasty right now. That's another way to look at that. Okay, last but not least for today's episode, I want to go to go to the comments section here. Uh, many of you have been kind enough to leave some feedback, maybe new listeners, maybe longtime listeners who have never rated and reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. I've got a personal goal personal goal of 100 new rating and reviews by the end of February. We made a big dent last week. Made a big dent. I think we can get there. Wanted to share a couple 
uh, a couple good reviews that came through and uh, a reminder of some of the fun reviews, uh, the more negative reviews we've had in the past. Uh, so this is from Guy Somebody. So happy to hear Curtis back in the mic. It was my favorite listen of the week. Love his approach and thought process. The production and sound quality of this and all the Road of His pods is top notch. JNS0615. I'm new to this podcast. Great content. Highly recommend. Five stars. Hit J with four Ys. Last Thursday said the solo pod format's really great. Really helped to trust the advice when Curtis is so transparent with his results from his leagues and his podcasts and articles. Uh, he, he goes on to write, he or she goes on to write uh, a lot of nice things there. But it's true. Uh, you can you can find that on my timeline um, or in my first Dynasty workshop uh, article of the season. I transparently shared the results from all of my Dynasty leagues, including my entry fees, my winnings, my win-loss records, how I did in the playoffs. It's all there. Play my hand face up for you to follow. Eclipse 1919. I was ecstatic to hear that Curtis had joined Rotoviz when he did as a main contributor to the Dynasty content. This podcast is just an extension of Curtis in podcast form. I appreciate how he presents his perspective and insight on Dynasty fantasy football. It's easily digestible and relatable as a manager. It teaches me how to understand Dynasty as if I had the experience and knowledge of Curtis has. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.